You know, we all have good days and bad days in life. I must say, I could have done without last Friday. I am not a morning person, yet it was the fifth day in a row that I had to be up by 5.30 or earlier. 4.30 one day just to celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe with our Hispanic parishioners, while at the same time staying up late for Advent penance services throughout the deanery like the one we're going to have tomorrow, right here in church at 6.45, if you haven't been to confession yet during this Advent season, hint, hint, right? See you tomorrow night at 6.45. So the week was long. It was getting the best of me. Surely God would intervene last Friday to keep the devil at bay, right? So I went to exercise after 6.30 a.m. Mass with my dog. We run laps in the gym, and then I lift weights and he stares at me. After we were done, I darted to my car. Yes, I drove to the church before 6.30 Mass from the rectory. It was cold, dark, and rainy. Don't judge. I started to load the dog in the car, and it was kind of annoying because every bush and tree was fascinating to him in the rain of no less because it was much worth doing his business on, if you know what I mean. He finally got in the car. Then the car wouldn't start. I've had some electrical problems in that car. Short on time to sort it all out, I ran over to the rectory in the rain with the dog who was getting soggier, which means smellier, by the second. And I quickly punched in the garage code in the rain, and it went up, traditionally as it has done for the last year, about 10 inches, and stopped. I was locked out in the rain. Still in the rain, I did the code once more, went up five more inches, and stopped again. I hit it again, and it went back down 15 inches where it began to begin with. The dog was looking at me like I was an idiot. I told him, stop judging, right? When I finally got in, I made a breakfast smoothie, and for some reason, as I was getting eggs out of the refrigerator, the blender malfunctioned and it spit all the way across the kitchen and before I could even figure it out it was going wrong clean up in aisle one right eventually I darted upstairs to shower before my first appointment and in the middle of shampooing what little hair I have left for whatever reason the shower curtain collapsed and broke into a thousand pieces splashing water all over the bathroom. It was a phenomenal morning. And finally, I got to the office, and I opened a package that I was waiting for. How exciting. Christmas time, right? And I opened, a, uh, I had ordered a cheap clearance all-sales final box of cars with a specific message that I've been looking for by FDR, that is to encourage people and the front of the saying is inspiring to people. It seems uh, very appropriate, actually, to that morning. That is, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor, if you've ever heard of that before. It's very nice to people who are struggling. I was thrilled at my clearance all sales final until I realized that they sent 24 cards and no envelopes. Seriously, greeting cards with no envelopes. All this happened before 10 a.m. I threw it across the room and said, whatever. Ever have one of those mornings or days just like that where everything seems to go wrong? Perfect reason to be in a bad mood. Sometimes I ponder what God wants me to do with such ridiculousness. St. Teresa of Avila once had a hard day. Maybe you've heard about her experience of God speaking to her in her heart, meaning, meaning that we all must carry our crosses in life. God told St. Teresa of Avila, well, this is how I treat all of my friends. We all have to carry the crosses. To which she responded, which is why you have so few friends, right? 
trials and difficulties, big and small, challenge us to incorporate the essence of this weekend's readings. The first three sentences of the prophet Zephaniah begin with, Shout for joy, sing joyfully, be glad and exalt with all your heart. They sum up the joy found in the remainder of the reading, along with the excerpt from St. Paul to the Philippians that are the essence of the third Sunday of Advent. Advent is traditionally a penitential season to prepare for Christmas. But when we cross the midway point, as we do this Sunday, the third Sunday of Advent, we shift from penance to joyful expectation. On the Gadaute Sunday, incidentally, the priest has the option of wearing purple or rose. We almost had a, a strike in the back of church by our high school servers who insisted that I needed to be ro- wearing rose or pink, right? They offered to buy me one with their vast resources. No. Okay. This Sunday, Gadaute Sunday, means Joy Sunday because the celebration of the Incarnation and Christ's birth is near. The first two readings are interesting when you look at the context in which Zephaniah and St. Paul call us to rejoice. They were not having an easy time of it. The prophet Zephaniah lived at a time when the Israelites were rejecting God, turning to other gods, and rejecting him. The book of Zephaniah only has three chapters. The first chapter is about the day of destruction on which God strikes back at the Israelites for their infidelity to the covenant. The second chapter is a review of the covenant that Israel made with God and his judgment on the people if they don't repent and renew their faith in him. And finally, chapter 3 speaks of the restoration of Jerusalem and the relationship with God. In three short chapters, Zephaniah's prophecy teaches us about infidelity and restoration. It goes from a feeling of hopelessness and defeat to a promise of expect, an expectation of great joy in the Messiah. In his letter, St. Paul tells the Philippians that in spite of the difficulties that they are facing, internal problems and envy and rivalry, along with opponents who were trying to intimidate them so, as, so they would turn away from their faith, still, St. Paul says, don't give up, rejoice. This is quite a message, considering St. Paul was writing from prison, waiting to be executed. Still, he said, be steadfast and rejoice. I'll say it again, rejoice. Each of us faces difficult days, humiliating days, frustrating days, crippling situations in life. Whether it be a struggle starting your day with faith or even slipping away from God, as the Israelites did in Zephaniah's time. Perhaps we face struggles with the church, difficult people that you will face in the next coming week at Christmas celebrations, or even the people who challenge us and question our faith in ways that often intimidate us. It is easy to become discouraged. During Gadaute Sunday, God acknowledges those struggles, yet he tells us to rejoice and never lose sight of the most important reality that should govern our lives. That is, Emmanuel, God is with us. 
Even in our deepest struggles, we must remember that Jesus is present, which should give us inner joy if we begin to understand what that means, that God became man to be with us. St. Augustine once said that trials and tribulations offer us a chance to make reparation for our past faults and sins. On such occasions, the Lord comes to us like a physician to heal the wounds left by our sins. Tribulation is divine medicine that brings us joy. The gospel sums this up, paraphrasing St. John the Baptist, who asked the question, it was asked the question over and over again as he preached as the forerunner of the Lord. What should we do? What should we do to prepare for the Messiah? He responded that the Messiah, who they are waiting for, is already with us. Repent. Open your eyes to see him. Conform your lives to live with him. Open your hearts that, and, and listen to him. And allow God to enter into your sometimes messy and difficult lives and rejoice. Because Jesus is with us, starting at this altar and in the sacred scriptures, and where two or three are gathered in his name. So despite the sometimes darkness of our days, God is calling us during these last days of Advent to be filled with the joyful expectation of receiving Christ more deeply into our lives that will prepare us for the next dark day, and the next, and the next. It is then that our faith becomes unflappable and detachment from the victories of this life and clinging to the great victory that is found in Christ Jesus our Lord will animate our lives.